0: What's up? I'm Alex Clark, and you're listening to the audio version of my show, Poplitics, powered by Turning Point USA. To fully experience the conservative make sure you're following the show at our home base on Instagram, where we post our episodes daily at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Okay, cute conservatives, let the games begin. Hey, babe, go get the kids ready for bed, read them a book and all that good stuff, and then come on back downstairs, that way we can hang out. You Know what I mean? Yeah? Okay. What's a party time The end? Don't let the fact that it's Friday distract you from top-tier content today. Carrie Underwood, Billy Eichner, and Matt Walsh are all involved in our first story. Then, Shania Twain talks about a painfully awkward dinner conversation she had with Oprah once. Stories are emerging about the dark side of Barney. And I have my first homework for you in a while that is going to make your entire weekend change your mood, clear your skin, and water your crops. The best part is, it's less than 20 minutes. Another amazing show. I wish I could take credit for it. Oh wait, I can. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Poplitics. Eichner can be so funny, but he's also a little wrecked. What? Who are you? I'm Billy Eichner. And, okay, all right. So, and is this like TV or? Yeah, this is like television, yeah. What television? Like Billy on the Street. Oh, okay. So are you an internet thing? Uh, no, it's actually a TV thing and an internet thing. I don't like your attitude. Okay, I don't like yours. I'm on TV. Who, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit about you, b-? Do you remember when I told you about Carrie Underwood sharing or liking posts from Matt Walsh condemning mask wearing for kids in Nashville? Remember how leftists on the internet freaked out on her? It was trending on Twitter? Billy Eichner is one of those people who called her out. And unbeknownst to us until now, she had blocked him for it. Billy went on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen to talk about it and said he's far from upset about the blocking. In fact, he called out Matt Walsh specifically and said it was a great honor to be blocked by her after she liked posts from that conservative guy, Matt Walsh, in the middle of COVID. Guess what? Carrie ain't pressed about it. Never spoke to me. I don't know who the f- everybody thinks they've been talking to. Man, y'all people don't talk to me. I don't talk to nobody. No dumb rapping b-. No YouTube and all that b-. Don't speak on me. And you know what else? According to outlets like Time and the New York Post, it would seem that Carrie Underwood and big mean conservatives like Matt Walsh, who said we shouldn't force children to wear masks for eight hours a day, were right. Knowing all that we know now, that that you um you had you, you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could you you want you want. Man, she wants to debate religion. Shania Twain used her appearance on the podcast Table Manners with Jesse Ware and Lenny Ware to open up about a dinner she had with Oprah, where she says things went south after the topic of religion came up. You had a friend who told you to go home and pray for who you wanted. And you actually got on your knees and you asked God for a big black man. Apparently, as soon as Shania and Oprah started talking about religion, it all went sour, and then it got so sour that Shania literally had to be like, let's stop talking about religion. Man, I feel like a woman. Hey! Shania says she considers herself to be more spiritual than anything and that she was totally up for a debate, but that Oprah was not having it. She said Oprah is very religious and Shania basically felt like she couldn't get a word in edgewise, which did catch me off guard because Oprah has said in the past that it would be the opposite of Christianity to not be inclusive of other religions, which first of all, absolutely does not make any sense. But because of that statement, I would think Oprah would lean towards being more open-minded. Plus, you think that talking to hundreds, if not thousands, of people for a living would mean that Oprah's really interested in open discussion about hot button topics, but that apparently ain't so. People may not remember your every word, they may not remember all of your actions, but they certainly remember how your words and your actions made them feel. Anyway, she didn't say when the dinner happened, so it's possible that it was a while back and the two have still managed to be friends. There doesn't seem to be bad blood. <laughs> But I can't help but think that the singer wasn't impressed by Oprah's inability to hear out her beliefs. Would you expect Oprah to be able to have difficult conversations with friends, or is this not surprising at all? That don't impress me much uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Did you know Barney is dark-sided? He's tampered in dark-sided stuff. She's not a Christian. No! She could be a Jew and believe in God. It doesn't matter. She's tampering in dark-sided stuff! Peacock isn't messing around. They've got a new docuseries coming out about the dark side of America's favorite dinosaur. And this is the sort of niche, weird documentary stuff that I live for. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. It's called I Love You, You Hate Me and comes out October 12th. Whoever produced this, I want to kiss you. It's so weird. I love it. It just exploded nationwide. It was a cultural phenomenon. What color is happier than purple? No color. This is Barney, and this is what he sounded like. Barney stands for inclusion, acceptance. You should love everyone. We all have Cheryl Leach to thank for that. As her beloved character was heading into the stratosphere, people couldn't accept that this was just a show. And so let the bashing begin. Some of the rumors that I heard, Barney hides drugs in his tail. They were violent (laughs) and explicit. Death and dismemberment of my family. I love you, Barney. They were going to come and find me, and they were going to kill me. Just the dark side of this whole moment, that must have devastated Cheryl. There was something larger going on here. I don't think you could ever think somebody would go and shoot someone. Like, what is that? It's equal parts sad and hilarious. I feel terrible for the creator and the main voice actor guy, but the imagery of them snipping and burning the plush toy, unhinged. I hate you, you hate me, let's tie Barney to a tree. I know it's cool, Barney, but they're the cool kids. No No more purple dinosaur. Speaking of things to watch, this is not a suggestion, this is homework, this is, you are watching this tonight or this weekend, no excuses, and tagging me in your story saying, Thank you, Alex, this was the greatest 20 minutes of my life, because you will have so much joy and feel so fulfilled and happy. We are talking about Emma Chamberlain's house tour on Architectural Digest. This is kind of like the party bathroom. Yes, Architectural Digest is my favorite YouTube channel. No, you cannot shame me about it. I think I've said this on the show before, but I've never been an Emma Chamberlain fan. It wasn't that I disliked her. I just didn't understand. I always felt like she was the CEO of Sad Girl Hour. Not that I don't have Sad Girl Hours myself, but that isn't interesting or fun content for me personally. Like, I know Gen Z can't get enough of that, but like, when I'm in my depression era, I have enough of those vibes by myself. I don't need to take on anyone else's if you know what I mean. But this home tour gave a different vibe after watching her dang home tour I feel like I love her so much not only is she barely 21 with unbelievable money she has unbelievable taste compared to other AG home tours this one is overflowing with personality it feels like friends it feels like comfy sweatpants and at the same time it's the chicest stinking house I've ever seen she gives no F's she acts like she actually lives there which if you are a regular connoisseur of these AG tours like I am not every celeb gives those vibes sometimes it gives museum some of it made me laugh out loud and basically if this sales pitch hasn't convinced you I suck at my job and I should resign please make my weekend by letting me know that you watch this it's just that fun and since it's only 20 minutes long I don't want to play too much so here's my favorite part this is the peanut butter aisle at the grocery store and I chose this because I ate so much peanut butter as a kid it was like an entire food group for me so this is very nostalgic and these they have personality in a way that I rarely feel when I look at art. Like I look at them and I know them. Oh my gosh, Drew Barrymore has the honor of the Freak of the Week, but in a fun way. Even in good faith, we still have to call out Big Ben. I said certified freak. Freak. Seven days a week. I don't even know what to call this. Some would argue I'm the Freak of the Week because I don't like pizza and don't eat it. That's a whole other conversation. But Drew Barrymore prefers to scrape her pizza toppings off the crust and into a salad, mix it together, and eat it. And the internet has gone into a frenzy. Someone said they want to sue her on behalf of pizza others said they felt seen because they do this if you're having a day where you're trying to like not eat the bread i'm sure people are gonna be like how dare you do this to a pizza i get it i i feel really guilty about it myself but i just take the top of the pizza and a little salad which has basically all the same toppings as the pizza And then I make a pizza salad. Pizza salad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I just kind of mix up and then it's actually really crunchy and delicious. Screw them. That's looks. good lactate. Yeah, true. You get the satisfaction of eating a pizza, but it may be for gluten intolerant. (laughs) <laughs> Are the carbs better for you than the cheese? Is she lying to herself about what tastes good because she's been brainwashed by diet culture? Is she living in 2008 and we're all 2000 and late? Don't tell anybody. I kind of wish she wasn't doing a talk show and I wish she had a Netflix reality show. She's always been unapologetically herself at every stage of her life and that's why I'll always respect her. Each in the days e, and the yelling gravy soy. Don't forget, one of the biggest and baddest events in the conservative movement is happening here in Phoenix. Get tickets for America Fest and use code POPLITIX for 25% off general admission tickets. Get them while you can to see myself and the top conservative speakers in the country in December. I gave you a lot of feel-good vibes today, but if you already have the spoopy spirit and are in the mood for some serious true crime content, listen to the new episode of The Spillover with Mark Klass. His daughter, Polly, was kidnapped, raped, and murdered from a sleepover at her own house in 1993. Now her dad publicly speaks out about how California's lax laws for criminals led to her death. That's on The Spillover anywhere you get your podcast, And when you're done listening, leave a five-star review and let me know the first episode you ever listened to. One thing about this episode I really like also is that we get into a death penalty discussion, and I think it's really interesting hearing from somebody who is the victim of such a horrific crime and their thoughts on the death penalty. Now, this week was just such a great week of episodes. Great content, great laughs, lots of meat sweats, if we agree, and of course we do because we aren't peasants. Heart and thumbs up this episode, please. Commit to watching Emma Chamberlain's AG House Tour and go off in the comments on whether Barney brings up good or bad memories for you. Also, does Drew's pizza hack disgust or intrigue you? Clearly you are DMing this episode to your husband or a friend who's married because that opener is hysterical, and you're tapping the save button on Instagram because you love Poplitics and you want to see us succeed. I will miss you so much. Good night, sleep tight. I'll see you in the Monday light at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Poplitics.